Welcome to the bonus episode. Just as a reminder, this show is for mature audiences. Please enjoy. Hey, look, it's, hey, a, look, butterfly. it's a butterfly. It's a butterfly. Reading Rainbow. Welcome to the Void Zone. <laughs> Welcome to the void, where time doesn't exist. Yeah. But you know what does matter? Uh, Animorphs, The Invasion, K.A. Applegate. Book number one out of seven million books. Seven billion trillion. Yeah. Which is the book that we have chosen to read over the course of the year of 2022. Yeah. For the Reading Rainbow Bone Zone special. Bonus episode, content cast. Podcast. Episode. Content cast. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> So welcome. We just do whatever we want in these bone zones uh, because we really have so much little material. I think this time it's scant, so we gotta Ooh, we gotta fill the void. What a good word. Okay, so this time we read chapters seventeen, eighteen. So as a recap, last time, so Jake is a lizard and he hates a spider live, um, oh, the size of a small child and his own lizard brain words. <laughs> uh, and, and then he got his tail. He got his tail stomped on. Yes, and he's on his way to go spy on his assistant principal, Mr. Chapman, because he is a controller. Which means he has an alien slug in his brain telling him what to do. Yes, and he is in fact the leader of, not the leader leader, because that's Visser 3, but just the the assistant to the leader leader. He's He's the assistant principal, so you know that he's the biggest, baddest... Of the bad people. Yeah. Honestly, I could not tell you who any of my assistant principals have been in any of my no. years of schooling. No, sorry, y'all. <laughs> I didn't even know if that was a thing. So uh, so he says, in panic, I tried to run because, as we mentioned, his tail is being stomped on. Um, and then he says, suddenly, I was free. I realized when it happened, my tail had stepped off. <laughs> it squirmed and squirmed as if it were still alive. It wiggled like a worm on a hook. Just... Again, so much book imagery. With the details. Just so many yeah. details. I, I'm not gonna lie though. I, I kind of knew that was gonna happen because oh, okay. once they mentioned lizard, oh. I was like, because like that is one thing that I knew about lizards is that their wow. tails are. It's like like starfish. Like you could cut off their tail and it'll grow mm-hmm. back. So I kind of I'm not gonna lie. I did see this coming. Maybe not being stomped. His tail stomped on like, but I knew. Got it. So Ellie Vibe checked this book. I just wanted to point out the spider gave a kick in his stomach. Yeah, I know. The spider's still there. Like, yeah. they didn't want you to forget. Uh, uh. Like a baby. So he's following Chapman, and he's like, oh, let's go to his office. And then Chapman stops in front of a door that is not his office, but is, in fact, the janitor's closet. And again, because I don't know the size of this freaking wizard, <laughs> I was like, so Chapman goes in the janitor's closet and shuts the door. And mm. I guess he's big enough that he can't crawl under it, but he's small enough that he can see, like the gap in between and see his footsteps moving and stuff like that. Yeah. And he says, he went inside. I followed, careful to stay away from the high leather walls that were his shoes. I heard a loud click. He had locked the door behind him. It was a long way up from the floor, but I could more or less see him doing things to the sink faucet. And he grabs him off and he opens a secret tunnel, which just like an avatar, mm. secret, secret tunnel, secret yeah. tunnel. Yeah. Well, uh, son, what is waiting down at the yerk pool? Well, let me tell you. Uh, It's a purple lit pit. um, What? (laughs) From. 
That's what it says. It's heading down into a purple lit pit. Oh. And then it says Chapman stepped through, and it was a scream. A scream of fear and despair. A human voice crying out in the darkness of that horrible place. No! The voice moaned. No! I knew what that scream meant. And it seems like it means that there's a human down there who's going to be turned into a controller. The door closed behind him. I found the yerk pool. It was right under my school. I think this was treated very blithely because yeah. I would be freaking out. If I heard, like, mm-hmm. s- human screams of torture, Yeah, that would be a core memory for me for sure. I wouldn't need to talk about, I mean, okay, I would also need to talk about eating a spider. Mm-hmm. But, like, they do that, like, just pretty, like, in a paragraph. They're like, ah, and then I heard, I heard torture, but I'm done now. Yeah. Chapter and over. He, they don't talk about his exit strategy at all. That's just the end. They don't, like, they don't cover him turning back into a human and emerging from the locker. Being naked. Yeah. Or emerging like, from he, the locker clothes. I don't really know. Can you get... Never yeah, mind. no. That's why my question is, like, where does he go to, get the to clothes change? Back on. Yeah. Does he put himself back in the locker? Because I feel like that would be even more uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't think the locker thing was the best idea. I think you should just change, like... In a bathroom stall, a bathroom, bro. Outside, I don't know. Like, Literally, just take a piece of note. <laughs> just right in the middle of the parking lot. <laughs> well, like, just go to your binder, open up your three-ring binder, take out a loose-leaf college rule wide paper, take a pencil, number two, write out of order, <laughs> take your scotch tape, go to the bathroom, stick that on a stall, yeah. and you're done. Man. No one's going to go in there. Uh. Put a ba- if you're really worried about it, <laughs> while you're in the bathroom, put a Babe Ruth on the toilet seat. <laughs> What's a Babe a Babe Ruth, it's like a chuckle bar. So then if anyone comes in there and forces their way in, they'll be like, why is this even out of order? They'll see what they think is a turd on the table. They'll leave you alone. If, if you're really that worried about it. But none of this locker business. Oh, my God. Yeah, listen, they just, he does not, he did not think this through. No. No. So we don't need to, but he doesn't, we don't have to worry about that because it's just not covered in this book. He doesn't even mention it, so who cares? Okay, so then we make it to chapter 18. We made it. And yeah, we... We skip over how he turned back into a human and he reconvenes with the crew. Yeah. And then they all go to the mall and he says, no one thinks it, there's anything weird about kids hanging together at the mall. This is the one time they decided not to be suspicious in this whole yeah. book. And we all had nachos. And he said, ever since eating the spider, I'd had a desire to consume lots of junk food to help me forget. Do you think if you're a lizard and you had a spider and that's like a full meal and you turn back into a human, would you be hungry or would that have been full? <laughs> Made you full? I don't know. Like, I have many logistical questions about morphing still. Yeah. I still want to know, like, when two hours resets and if you just have to, how long you have to be in your human form before you can turn back into your animal form and go again for two hours. Like, mm-hmm. I have that question. Like, when you lose a tail, if you die as an animal, mm-hmm. do you... Does your corpse... <laughs> do you die as a human? <laughs> do, you di- like, do you die as a human? Or, and if let's say you do die, like if you die as an animal, you die. Yeah. But then does your corpse oh. stay in animal form or does it morph back into like a human? I just see what you mean. Okay, that makes sense. I was like... So yeah. like if you're a fly and you get squashed on the window and then your body just morphs into a human just like naked <laughs> and pressed up against And crushed, crust. yeah. And crushed, like... Oh my oh. god. Um, oh, okay. And like... So when, like, they have to, like, turn back into a human, right, to reset the clock, like, do they have to be, like, how, at what point are they 100% human? Because they talk about being caught in the middle between, yeah. like, morphing, so I'm like, 
if they stop at the halfway point and then go back, is that, does that count or is the clock not reset? What are the rules? Yeah. And yeah, if they get the DNA of like one horse versus another horse, like how many horses can they? Is there a limit to this? Like at what point? Yeah. Do they start forgetting DNA? Yeah, uh, that's what my like. How many gonna, like bark up some DNAs of this DNA. can you have in your like you know armor? In your, your little uh, Pokedex gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Your little Pokedex. Um. Yeah. <laughs> your little rucksack. Yeah. Yeah. And what if you just touch like six different dogs and you're like. <laughs> Listen, I can't turn it into anything except for like these six different dogs. Yeah. And can you can you intentionally forget them if you're like Yeah, can yeah, you one time, <laughs> Yeah, one time I accidentally turned into uh wasp and it was so terrifying <laughs> that I wanna forget it forever. I'll never I don't do that again. Also, if you are like morphed and then you get wet and then you unmorph, are you wet? <laughs> <laughs> you know, like if you're yeah. a dog and you jump into the ocean, get out of the ocean yeah. and you're human. Are you wet? Right, yeah, that's know. the same question as, like, if you're hungry or not. Um, yeah. yeah, so Pretty we much. have a lot of questions. Yeah. This is a real midnight <laughs> library situation where we're just like, the yeah. premise is cool, but, like, If you give ask us all literally any question, it all falls apart. It, it crumbles to dust. Yes. Although there are 56 books, so maybe this all comes um, out eventually. Maybe they figure it out, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Chapter 18. We are, we open, and Marco, um, again, his, like, Contrarian self is like, you were a lizard at the time. Who knows what you heard? <laughs> He's like gaslighting his like, friend. Come on, man. You weren't there. The, but Jake says, I know. <laughs> like, no, no. I, I took it as, who knows what you heard? And he said, I know. Like, I know what I heard. That's oh, how I interpreted it. Okay. But. I thought, maybe, okay. I thought he was like being a best friend. Be like, yeah, I know. Like He's like, yeah, you're right. I am crazy. Like, <laughs> Dang, Marco. <laughs> you're right. I am making this up. Cassie and Rachel are very empathetic. They're both like, this is sick and we have to do something. Like, they are spurred to action. Marco says, yeah, let's rush straight down there. Then it could be us screaming, like, Snarkmaster. Where's Tobias? I don't know. He's here. Everyone was, so then Rachel's like, Marco, you're being selfish. Just whatever is best for Marco. Cassie says, I don't think Marco is being selfish. Just the opposite. He's thinking about his father. What would happen to his dad if Marco dot, dot, dot. Again, I think he's playing, they're all placing way too much importance on themselves. I don't know. I'm just, whatever. Um, and then they all say, okay, no, this part, it was so out of pocket. Oh my god, I know! Rachel says, he's not the only one who's got people to worry about. I have a family, we all do. And then Tobias says, not me! (gasps) His sad, crooked smile. It's true, no one gives a rat's rear about me. And you're like, damn. Oh my god! And, like, they're just gonna let them get away with that. But Rachel says, I do. Like, no one else says anything. They just go past it. (laughs) They just move on. Honestly, I would also probably move on. I'd be like, I'm not saying it's not true. We already know Tobias has the most messed up family I've ever known. Yeah, oh my god. That's what friggin' Jake says. Yeah, Jake is not known for his uh, sentimental or empathetic side. Yeah. (laughs) The passion. But, honestly, if... I was hanging out with someone, and they just straight up said, they're like, not me, no one cares about me. I would also probably just ignore it. I'd be like, okay. Anyways. Oh, my God. Because it's a little fish, it's a little compliment fishing-y. Yeah, it's definitely an awkward situation. Like, there's not a best way to really go about that. Yeah, Um, but it was just, like, wild to read that. Yeah, but then Jake, again, after having blown past that, he says, I don't have a choice. I heard that scream today. I didn't know Tom is going down there tonight. He's my brother. Like, the thing that's really spurring him to action finally is Tom. Tobias says, I'll go with you for the Andalite. Because remember that guy? 
Remember the Andalite? <laughs> oh, yeah, the OG. Yeah. Rachel says, like, I'm scared, but I'm there. No one else can do anything to stop the Yerks. That's good enough for her, I guess. Marco says he'll go because he says, if it wasn't for Tom, I'd walk away. Jake says, starts to say, look, Marco, you don't have to. And Marco says, shut up. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're my best friend, you jerk. <laughs> like, I'm going to let you face all that alone. I'm in. I'm in to rescue Tom. That's it. Then I'm done. And I'm like, you're not saying things that are true. You're going for Jake, too. Like, you're saying yeah. it, but you're not. Um, also, he's just, whatever. like, angry. Yeah. He's just ready to, to attack at any time. Uh, and then Cassie goes on this spiel. Goes on this really weird soliloquy. Oh, my God. Uh, she goes on this monologue about how, you know, back in the old days, and I mean the real, real old days of the Africans, the early Europeans... And the Native Americans, because those are the old days that we all remember. Um, yeah. At least she said Native Americans, you yes. know. I'll I just give her credit for that. I think it's wild she's putting those three groups of people, like, on the same level. <laughs> I'm like, listen, y'all, I don't know, yeah. <laughs> and then she says, like, yeah, they believed animals had spirits. She's connecting it to what they're doing now. Um, like, what we're doing is, like, basic. We have this technology that's doing it, but we're using animals' features to help us achieve our goal and to protect har- the world. Yeah, we're harnessing spirits. Anim- the spirits of these animals, mm-hmm. like the mind of the fox, the eyes of the eagle, or the hawk, she added, smiling at Tobias, mm-hmm. and the strength of a lion. I think, and obviously this is a really nice sentiment, but it's just so out of pocket that she's like going back to the Africans and the Native Americans, like not going into it's any detail, not going into any nuance, just lumping them all so together. So dramatic. With the Europeans. And then Marco, I love his comeback. So he's like, nice story, Cassie, but we're five normal kids. And then he says, like, you know, like, we have no chance. Cassie says, don't be so sure. We're fighting for Mother Earth. She has some tricks up her sleeves. And then Marco says, good grief. Let's all buy Birkenstocks and go hug some trees. (laughs) And I'm glad that, because I understand that cultural touchstone. And this was in 1996. So I'm glad that that has held the test of time. That we know that if you own Birkenstocks, you are definitely going to go hug some You're a tree hugger. It's just... <laughs> just so, he's like... He's so snarky. Yeah. He's so um, on offense at all times. So then they, like, get serious because, you know, they have to tie it all together. Rachel says, the, well, the only thing we have going for this is animal morphing. That's our only skill. Like, our only advantage here. Mm. So far, the only morphs we've acquired are a cat, a bird, a dog, a horse, and a lizard. We need a little more firepower. We should head for the gardens. And I... Do you think they mentioned what the gardens was earlier in the book, but I don't freaking remember what that is. I don't remember. Um, I'm assuming it's um, a zoo. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. yeah, no, I don't know what the gardens is either. And then this sounds exciting because it means that they're going to add to... Okay, oh, another question I have. They're about to go so, touch some animals. <laughs> yeah, they're about to go get that DNA yeah. from animals by rubbing up against them. Mm-hmm. And then it says, we've acquired a cat, a dog, a bird. Do they all share the same, like, pokey deck? Yeah, is it like a pool? Like, is it like a... <laughs> collective or is it like they yeah, are like in the cloud yeah so that was one question i had and then i'm looking forward to the future chapters when they go to the gardens but i will say so rachel is the one who's like we need to go to the gardens we have to do this and then literally the next paragraph is is uh jake saying exactly <laughs> what rachel said and i was like i did not need this i read it and i was like this is dumb you don't even want to be the leader and yet you're just Talking over this woman? Yeah, you're stealing wow. ideas and taking them as wow. your own. Come on! It's your cousin, too. <laughs> okay, I'm going to read you word for word. He says, she says, we should head for the gardens. Jake says, Rachel's right. I think we have to head to the gardens. <laughs> I'm like, 
You could have just said Rachel's right, period. And we would have known. Period. And it's like he's, instead of saying, Rachel's right, we should go to the gardens. I think we have to head to the gardens. Because he's like, <laughs> it's my idea. I don't know. I'm reading it. I'm digging into this kid, even though he is harmless. But I'm mad. No, I, and I agree. I think, I do think Rachel is a more interesting character than Jake is. Yeah. And then Marco just says, oh, yeah. I'm sure we could talk them into letting us in for nothing. Just tell them we're animorphs. And Rachel says, tell them we're what? And then Jake says, animorphs. I tried the word out. It sounded okay. It sounded okay. <laughs> I... So the, uh, that was none of that was like basically the last page of this chapter is not necessary so it's eight pages honey it could have been seven it could pages. have been two at the, it's just so funny marco again always on the attack jake saying things that don't need to be said with marco it's like 50 percent of the time it works and i'm like that's funny marco you're you're funny yeah the other time i'm like marco shut up yeah stop being rude just stop being a little b-word stop, just chill out cassie always being helpful Who's being pure. Tobias is just a little sad boy who likes to just really bring on the pity party. I don't, I don't get, I don't get oh him. Oh my gosh. He just wants to be a hawk. I know. Yeah, I wish that, I like get that each book has its own perspective, but I wish we could have gotten these other people's perspectives, but I feel like, that, like that's asking a lot for this book. <laughs> yeah. But we're halfway, more than halfway through. We ended up having a lot to discuss for these two. Yeah, well, most of most of it was just logistical questions, questions about being an animal. Unanswered questions. <laughs> it's a uh, no chill, all questions. Yeah, yeah, always on the attack. But thanks, and we'll see you again next month as we continue on this journey. Woo! And also, don't forget to listen to our main podcast. Oh yeah, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah,